know, sometimes people who have the most have the hardest time being thankful. And I think we see that across our land today as so many people seem to have lost the ability to be grateful for what they have. And I read earlier, Paul made a very strong statement when he said, I have, I, I have learned that whatever state I'm in, to there would be content. You can be content in any situation. It doesn't matter if you have a lot or if you have a little. You can be rich and be miserable. You can be poor and be happy. You can have your cabinets full and, and be absolutely uh, unhappy in every way. Uh, or you can be wondering where your next meal comes from. And yet you can be joyous and have the peace and, and grace of God in your hearts. Our joy and our happiness is not dependent upon what we have. And I know I remind you of that quite often because I need to be reminded about it too. And I figure if I need to be reminded, maybe you do too at times. Colossians in chapter 3, if you would. Colossians chapter 3. And as we... <laughs> I think about times where I have seen people be blessed in such specific and, and uh, overt ways, and yet they would display such a lack of gratitude. And I guess I learned that really early one time when I was probably five or six, and I still remember it. I had this, this weird little toy that they would never give children today, but it was a... Uh, uh, like a hot plate that had different shaped forms in it, and then you got some different colored goo, and you filled up each one of those little trays, and uh, it was hot, and then it would you turn it off, and it would set, and it, you came out like a, a gooey toy. Anybody remember those? Was that a great description? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I love that thing. I used it all the time, and it didn't take long until I was out of the goo. I didn't have any more. And uh, one of my dad's friends came over. It was Christmas time, and he, he came over, and he gave me a little box, and I opened it up, and it was uh, two of the colors that, of the goo that went in there. And the first thing I said was, only two? Because it had come with four. And, of course, the parents took an immediate uh, opportunity to, to uh, make that a, le a learning time that, to be grateful. And I've often thought about that and now how easy that plays out in our lives when we're actually blessed with something and we fail to realize the blessing that we just received. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12, and it says... Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is a bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also ye are called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father 
by him. And I just pray, Father, that you'll give me something for your people and, and remind us once again how much you've blessed us. And I thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Throughout history, those times when things got the most difficult were the times when people raised up and became more than they normally were. Uh, you always have some that will take advantage of a bad situation to do evil things. But at the same time, when things are the hardest is when you see people go beyond their ability to do amazing things. I think about the, the people in Germany and in different parts of Europe who, during the Holocaust would hide people in their homes. These people probably didn't consider themselves to be superheroes, but in my book, they were superheroes, that they would hide Jews in their, in their attics or in their cellars, and they would feed them and take care of them, knowing that if they were caught, they would be killed. And so many did that and they, during the American Great Depression, when people had absolutely nothing, but there was always enough food somehow to feed the neighbor if he needed it, or somebody who stopped by, and there was a, a spirit of, of giving. They had nothing. Nothing, it seemed, and yet they were always willing to give what little they had. People would rise up and become more than they typically were during those times. And, and I believe that right now is a time for what Scripture's talking about right now, right here. This is a time for mercy. This is a time for humbleness, meekness, long-suffering. This is a time for that. See, when we're in the middle of trial and, and difficulty... That tears down the wall of separation between us, or at least it should. Uh, if you think about a war, say World War II, people were called in and they went to, to service and, and they fought together side by side. They would lay down their life for one another. They'd do anything. And if there was not a war going on, if they just were lived in the same town, they probably have nothing to do, very likely had nothing to do with each other because one might be rich, one was poor, one might be black, one was white, one might be uh, from some family that didn't like the other family or whatever it may be, but that war brought them together and made it to where they would lay down their life for one another. They became something beyond what they were because of that difficulty. And I believe that, that the difficulty that we as a country are facing today should bring us as Christians together in such a way beyond uh, anything else. It's like we are in a war. You, you realize, Scripture tells us that this is warfare. We are in a war. This, this world that we fight in, every day we fight the forces of hell that try to destroy us, the powers of God fight on our behalf. All that is going on around us, and that happens day in and day out. We are in warfare, and when we pull together as a brother, as brothers and sisters, uh, we lift up one another, we strengthen and encourage and embolden one another and make them able to fight. How many people in war were so close to giving up until somebody jumped in the foxhole next to him and said, you can do this thing. You can do it. Let's go. Let's go. We can handle this. We can do it. We see that even in sporting events when, when they, they give the, the coach gives that, that rallying cry during halftime. Let's go out there and get it done. Come on, guys. We've got this. We've got them. We're only 34 points down. We can come back and win this thing. Let's go. And they, they hit the field with a renewed confidence because those, kind, those words of, of life that, that were spoken into them. And see, 
the different, our differences fade away in the midst of battlefield, and we're in a battlefield. It, it no longer matters if you're tall or short or pretty or ugly or any of that stuff. None of it matters when somebody starts shooting bullets at you. I started to, I, I think I've even used this thought before that when we come together and we, we share prayer requests and, and these things are such a burden on us, and they are because we love one another and it burdens us when we know that one of our brothers or sisters is hurting or they've had a loss in their family or their family's sick or whatever it may be. But you know, if somebody was to walk in the back door with a, with a rifle in their hand ready to do damage, all those things would go away. All of a sudden, because the urgency of the situation would focus us on that, and we would, all of a sudden, we'd be one unit looking for life at that point, looking for, to benefit one another in that point and save lives in that point, because that kind of difficulty, that kind of trial makes, and I don't want to say they're incidental things, but makes the other thing kind of go away for a moment while we deal with that specific situation. And I think we're very much in that place in the world today and in our country today that it's time that Christians across this land pull together. We pull together, we love one another, we stand together, and we fight together. We fight the forces of hell together. And it's not You don't do it just simply because you're a child of God. You do it because God has blessed us in so many ways, and we are called to be a blessing to other people. God calls us to be that blessing. And so what I want to do, just for a moment, is to ask you, thinking about this Thanksgiving time, and I'll put Tiffany to work again if she doesn't mind. I want to ask you something that you are specific and specially thankful for, and you want to share that. Will somebody do that? I have a lot to be thankful for. I'm thankful for my, my good health. I'm thankful for Lee. I'm thankful for my daughter, my son. I'm thankful to be alive. I'm thankful that my husband's still doing pretty good and he's cancer free still. I'm thankful for my boys and I'm thankful for life and all the Christian family that I have. I'm thankful that I was able to come here to this church and meet all the lovely people and I love you and uh, Debbie. It's just, we love you too. <laughs> it's just been wonderful coming here, and I thank the Lord for that. I'm thankful for Pat. <clears throat> he is like so amazing. He uh, he takes care of me when I when I'm sick because I have I have some health issues, and he will come to work and pick me up and drive me home when I can't drive home because I'm so dizzy and he will come to my house in the wintertime and at six o'clock in the morning bring a snowblower and he'll blow my driveway out so I can go to work so I'm very grateful for him thank you and I'm thankful for for her and what she means to me another thing 
we all have a lot of things in life that we can be thankful for that are great and small, family, friends, our church, and everything. But the heart of that all, something I've had for almost all my life, as long as I can remember, is Jesus Christ, who in all this conflict, in all the conflicts of life, and I have been there and done that as all of you have, but there's always been that still small voice. Sometimes I'm in sin, sometimes I'm in grace, sometimes I'm following and sometimes I'm not. But like that song said, his mercies are new every day and it doesn't matter. It isn't about me. It isn't about if I am doing great in his name or, or sinning or failing him. He never fails me and he never stops offering. And so I'm thankful that from the time I was a very small child that I have had him in my life. And, and I think about today and what we're going through in this land. I don't know what's going to come, and none of us do. We don't know the total will of God in all of this. He has a plan. We're a part of it, if we will be. And basically, we just, we just need to do as you have uh, encouraged us to do, Pastor, and that's rely on him and be thankful for our God and our Father and our Lord and Savior Christ. And that's my thankfulness. Um, I think Kay and I are thankful for a lot of the same things because God did drag both of us all the way across the United States <laughs> to get us here. And I thank God every day every day for Chris and uh, the love that he gives me and and uh, um, just the quietness and, and happiness of our home and um, that I inherited uh, four boys and two grandsons. And um, like everybody said, life is good. No matter what's going on in the world, we have each other, and this church has just been amazing to all of us. So, I'm going to say something. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> Testing. I am thankful for the wonderful piece of the planet that God has provided for us to live in. I'm thankful that I have my son back Amen. and so much more, but um, yeah, and I'm thankful for where I live. The people I know um, since I've been up here have been just amazing. Uh, I do, however, need to learn to not want to be in control of many things. <laughs> yeah, but yes, I'm very, I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for every day that I get up and I'm upright. I'm thankful for my mom and for her being there for all for me always, no matter what, and my Aunt Marianne. They both are the rock and the pillar of where I stand today. I'm also thankful for sobriety. Today's 21 days of sobriety. I've never been this sober um, since I was 15 years old. So it's a, been a battle for many, many years. Um, I'm thankful to be here in Washington. It's a beautiful place to be. God's made a beautiful country. I mean, he's made a beautiful world. I've been able to be blessed to be across at least 49 of the states. Um, the Lord has allowed me to see so many different states. I have two boys that I'm absolutely tickled to death that are sober, going to school, have jobs. They are um, 
They're beautiful. I'm just, I've got so much to be grateful for. I'm grateful for the little house I'm living in. Grateful for the cat at the house. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm my niece, my little niece, I call her Thelma, and she's, uh, she's pretty great. Um, but, you know, a lot of people here, um, I know of quite a few, but a lot of you guys, I think I seen at the store and didn't know who you guys were really until now, you know, you kind of put it all together and piece it together. But um, I'm thankful, very thankful to be able to be with my mother, you know, and I thank God for keeping his hand on me and my, my children and my mom. I'm thankful to be able to keep my sanity and still be healthy and still be, you know, alive because uh, it's been a very long road. It's been a very hard road. Um, but I'm very happy, actually. I'm very content. When you speak of content and being content, I'm very content with where I am right now. I don't feel like, you know, and I don't even have the desire to drink or, or to do anything. I don't. The desire is gone. You know, they talk. They talk to us in. Uh, the institute, or the I call it the institution or the detox, about how they later you'll have these urges of wanting, and it, I do not have that. I have not had that since even before I left. Um, I was only had it for five days, and now I'm just done. So I'm really grateful that the Lord has taken that away from me, and I don't have to have that battle. So now I've got other battles. Now don't misunderstand, but yeah, I'm thankful to uh, be here and have Thanksgiving with my mother in Washington State, and uh, I'm just, I'm glad to be a part of her life, and a part of Aunt Mary Ann. She is so fabulous. She's my spirit animal. I love my Aunt Mary Ann. She's, she's, <laughs> me and her, we are just two of the same, I'm telling you, in a lot of ways, so, well, <laughs> not with the bad stuff, not with the bad stuff, just the good, fancy, cute, niceness, so anyway, that's what I'm thankful for. Well, I agree with Pat. Uh, we're all thankful for family and friends and church family. And, but I am especially thankful this year for the way the Lord has protected and been with Robbie. Uh, has brought him through a, from suicidal, two suicide attempts. And uh, to see him today in a program that, uh, that he's actually benefiting from, and that uh, he is eager to go to these classes, and because now it's, he hit rock bottom. I mean, there wasn't any place else to go. He was taking his life. He, he was at the uh, downriver, or the uh, park there in Spokane, ready to jump off that bridge into the, the rapids there, and uh, just thankful that he's gonna be with us on Thursday for Thanksgiving. And I just give all the praise and glory to God for that. And I want to say that my beautiful wife, Edie, <laughs> I, I couldn't survive without her. <laughs> and uh, very thankful. Yeah, I'm thankful for... Uh, God saving me and letting me live a life that he wanted me to live, you know, and not end up like everybody else in the world, <laughs> you know, like a lot of people I know of it, 
you know, there's this every day, you know, they don't go to church, but they're living the way that I could have lived, and I probably wouldn't be here now if I did. And I think Dell can kind of attest to that, too. Yeah, so I'm just grateful there's that, and he's watched over a lot of people that I pray and love. I am so thankful. Do you hear me? You hear me now? <laughs> For everything that I've, all the blessings, and you're talking about counting blessings, and I'm thinking to myself, well, gosh, where do I start? There's been so many, and it's just incredible. Because I, I think about that every morning, you know. Man, all the blessings, every time I pray, he's given me so many blessings, you know, my grandchildren, my life. I should have been dead 20 years ago, but no, here I am. And uh, been clean and sober for five years. Amazing. Don't miss it one bit. And I'm loving it. mic working now? Oh, it might if I turn it on. Is it working now? No? Okay. I will use. I truly am thankful for every one of you. You bless us every every day, every week. You're just such a blessing to us and you're so sweet and the kind things that you do for us and kind things that you say and all that just means the world to us. Your family, we truly are family and we're thankful for each one of you and God has blessed us. I am so thankful that we still have our son and uh, I mean that, that was a miracle of God that, 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 that we still have him. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, and, and uh, I, you know, I, I'm, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that I've been married for 37 years. Wow. Well, what a doll that I got. I hit the jackpot. I truly hit the jackpot. I uh, got an amazing one. But God is so good to us. And I just want us to pray. I want to pray for people around us that don't have that. We are truly blessed. This is a tough, tough time of the year for so many people. Suicide spike, domestic spike, things, uh, things like that, assault spike, DUIs. All that happens a lot during this time of the year because people don't all have what we have. Uh, and, and so I want to pray for them. And, and let's just hold them up to the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take a moment and we th say thank you once again. But at the same time, Lord, I'm asking you to reach out around us to those that, that are confused or alone or scared during this time of the year. Lord, those that are, that are bound in addiction that they can't get away from, those whose families are full of anger and hostility that can't get along, Lord, I pray for them right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, that where there would be turmoil, God, that you'll bring peace. Where there is fear, Lord, I pray that you'll bring assurance. I just ask, God, that you'll 
touch these people all around us. We don't know who they are, many of them, but Lord, you know who every single one of them is. And I just ask that the Spirit of God will do something great in every one of their lives and reveal yourself to them. Draw them to salvation. We praise you and we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.